Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the What's Your Opinions podcast. No intro today. Um, it's just me and you guys. Uh, I had a recording. I had to restart it. Obviously, shit happens, and I can't just simply record anything because I always get interrupted because it's not an official podcast till we get interrupted. So welcome back, everybody. I hope you guys had a fantastic Easter. I did. Blah, blah, blah. Let's get to the actual topics of today. And if it sounds like I'm really annoyed, yeah, I really am annoyed right now. But you get a green screen background today. No Alex. He'll probably be here sometime next week. You guys get a double upload because I did not post one on Friday because an episode just really took the shitter and so on and so forth. So you guys get an actual episode with just me, and it's probably going to be short because I swear I'm going to have an aneurysm if I get another interruption and I just lose my train of thought. Let's go. The playing tournament. The playing tournament's right now. Um, it's coming on tomorrow. Like I, I said earlier, I said it earlier today. If you guys don't follow me on Instagram, follow me at uh, the Vinci City Kings. Uh, this is my point on this. I think it's going to be a very interesting road to the championship for whoever, even the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. But uh, look at the playing tournament. I have the Lakers going in at the seventh seed or the eighth seed. Um, as good as the Lakers are, you're you're playing against a Timberwolves team that was now that Rudy Gobert has been suspended, and they're I think their second best scorer now has a fractured hand because he punched a wall for some reason. Yeah, that's not really going to go well for them. So I do have the Timberwolves leaving because of the how dumb they are, and the and then the Thunder. I think the Thunder are going to be the seventh seed. I think they're young. I think they're great. Um, they're just a player away. Do I think they make a some type of noise? I would be shocked if they upset the first seed, but. As much as I like the Pelicans, it's just not there. You barely made it. So, I mean, the Thunder barely made it. But I'm going to give the Thunder a chance. I'm going to roll with the Thunder, and I'm going to roll with the Lakers going in for the 8th and 7th seed. And then when you have the Eastern Conference, I actually have Miami making the 7th seed, and I have the potential Toronto Raptors making the 8th seed. I, I like Atlanta. I, I changed my mind with Atlanta, so I, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just me. I just don't like Trey. Trey Young or whatnot, but you know it's cool and whatnot. So that's kind of like my thing. The Warriors can they make a can they make a noise? Yeah, because you're playing Sacramento. As good as Sacramento is, this is the first time Sacramento has made the playoffs in a very 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 long time. They have one of the longest droughts of a team ever when it comes to um, you know not making the playoffs and for so long. And they're both California, they're both California-based teams. So you're most likely just gonna get multiple Warriors. It's like basically four Warriors home games. God forbid the Warriors actually steal one at home. This may be a long night for the Kings. But I just think experience-wise, um, do I have the Kings winning it? Possibly. But I have the Warriors also winning it too. The Warriors are just have that championship DNA, and they're just built different. You have Andrew Wiggins coming back. You know, from that long layoff, they I thought he was going to play towards the end of the season, but they just deactivated him until playoffs, so that's kind of a thing. So I'm super excited. I know the playing tournament starts tomorrow. I don't know which time. I think, oh, there are two are tomorrow. The Miami Heat and the Lakers are tomorrow, so I can't wait to actually see where, you know, they really go with that. So anything else, I was talking about the LSU thing, but I think that's pretty old, and my opinion really doesn't matter on it. If you guys don't mind think on LSU, um... It's basically this. It's super dumb that uh, Angel Reese is getting dragged through the mud for her actions. But again, like Clark doesn't get it either. That, that's just stupid, you know. You know, when a white woman does it, you know, oh my gosh, she has such a passion for the game and all that stuff. But then 
when Angel Reese does it, oh my goodness, she's classless, she's classless, she's ghetto, and all that stuff. And I like a good shit talking. I do. And I think that needs to be brought back into sports. But at the same time, there is a time and place to do it. Do I think what Angel Reese did was wrong? No, not by any means. Do, do all that. Do I think what she did to Clark towards the ha- before half when she followed her for like 15 seconds is OD? 100%. So that's my only thing on it. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on that. But let me know. Comment down or whatever. And again, if you guys want to listen to most of our stuff, you know, our podcast is pretty much everywhere. If you guys like video content like myself, Spotify and YouTube, we have our videos out there now. You got a cool camera, you know, thank you guys and thank my family for it. But let's get to the actual cool stuff today. Uh, WrestleMania is a week old. Again, this was supposed to come out last Friday. Talk about it, but I still want to talk about WrestleMania and and kind of the WWE as a whole, what I'm doing with it. Hold on, someone just texted me. And again, of course, another interruption when I get a text message. But I want to talk about the WWE. Uh, basically, WrestleMania happened, and I thought WrestleMania was great. I think WrestleMania was cool. I thought it was it was a great experience. I've said this for the longest time. I'm not the biggest WWE fan like I was a long, long time ago. I think WWE has lost its touch throughout the years. But I've also watched pretty much almost every WrestleMania for the last four years now. And... Basically, I just want to say this is the moment where the WWE has been its best in a very long time, and we might just see Vince ruin all that just because he's back in charge. But let's get to it. Um, do I think Cody Rhodes should have lost? No. He should have won. You you strike iron while it's hot, and you douse it with water. And for people that are complaining like, oh, Cody Rhodes, you know, you, you haven't done much. He hasn't really done anything. He beat Seth Rollins, yes. He won the Royal Rumble. Isn't that good enough? The Royal Rumble that gets him to the, you know, the the WrestleMania. And then he had a torn peck. Isn't that enough for him to be able to go into and get that belt? You know what I mean? But other than that, I don't know. I, I, it, it's weird, but at the same time, it was just the crowd was behind him. And this is by far one of the best baby faces we have seen since probably like Ric Flair, where it's just like the charisma and like just had the crowd with him and stuff like that. I've never WrestleMania was him like it, the spotlight was all on him. And if you guys don't agree, you're just a hater. I'm sorry. And I'm not hating on Roman Reigns. I thought he, what he's doing is cool, too. What Triple H has been able to do with that storyline is crazy. But the minute I saw the Usos lose, I'm like, oh, they're they're gonna they're gonna give it to they're gonna give it to Roman. And sure enough, that's what happened. And if I'm gonna be honest with you, I think there was a lot of weird things that was going through my mind when I was thinking about that. Like, oh, the storylines and all that stuff. So like with me, like if Cody would have won, I think the storyline gets a lot better. Cody ends the story, and then Cody basically has a, a I would say a decent title reign before they give it back to Roman. I would say that because I think Roman would go through the adversity of the crumbling of the bloodline, basically him not acknowledging Jay and Jimmy Uso. And obviously you have, um, you know, the other, uh, the other guy, I forget his name. Uh, that's Sako Soto or whatever his name was like the guy that basically won it for Roman la- uh, last week. 
um, you know, you have a whole, you know, thing right there. And, you know, it's weird because you can have, like, the family affairs of what that has, and you have way more of the storyline that can go with them there. So, and I thought that was pretty cool. And with Cody, it's simply what does Vince want to do with Cody? You know, if Triple H was... If Triple H was a hold of the, it, well, obviously we know WrestleMania was all because of Triple H. But at the same time now, when you look at that, it's just how many more times are we going to have the right moment to dethrone Roman and have those sucked away? And then how are you going to, you know, match that intensity or bring it forward into the next pay-per-view? Because you add a shot with Drew McIntyre, you know? you, Dude, come on. In London, in so long, that should have been it. And then you have in Abu Dhabi. Well, not, not Abu Dhabi, you know. I don't think they would have given Logan Paul that shot to win the belt, which is cool, you know. Like, even, especially with Logan now with this huge following that he has. And now he has been resigned to the WWE. And probably just part-time again. But you, you look at just the big moments they had and the opportunities to take the belt from Roman during this time, and they all have been so great moments. But I think no better was with with Cody because of the storyline Cody was bringing into it. And now you have Backlash, which, again, breaking the fourth wall, it's Monday. You guys are getting double uploads just so we can be caught up. Um, You get Cody calling out Brock Lesnar at Backlash, which is really, really dope. But again, it's like... Cody has to go through Brock and then SummerSlam to get the belt. I, I I just don't know if SummerSlam will match WrestleMania. And that's my biggest thing. And I want to, and after I'm done talking about this, I want to get to like my experience of, you know, watching WWE and all that stuff. And I was a huge fan for the longest time, you know. I'm not going to say I'm, I'm, the, I'm the biggest fan in the world. No, 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 no. I felt like there has been periods in my life where I just loved wrestling. I hated wrestling and what they were doing and then loved wrestling again. And I'm at that point where, you know, I'm 24 years old, man. Like I love wrestling right now. Like I love wrestling. I love everything about it. I love the AEW. I watch everything. I'm not solely just a, and then I watch like new Japan and all that stuff. That stuff's amazing. And that just started happening four to five months ago when triple H took over from Vince. Like, I know, like, seven months ago, like, almost half a year ago, I started to like wrestling again and what they were doing. I was watching the pay-per-views, Monday night, Friday night, SmackDown, Monday night Raw, Friday night, Friday night SmackDown. It was all super dope. And then I'm watching NXT to see what the new talent is going to come in. And with me, like, uh, for people that really know me and have watched the pod, and have listened and now watched the podcast for, for the last, like, maybe two years or three, almost three years now, that I am a huge Eddie Guerrero fan. Like, Eddie Guerrero is who made me love wrestling. I loved it. The charisma, everything about him. Then I liked John Cena, and then I liked Edge. And then nothing changed more when I got to see CM Punk. And then CM Punk, to me, changed the game in terms of what he brought to the table and what the WWE just didn't like about him. That's what I felt like I left wrestling. I wasn't, I really didn't care when people were like, oh, wrestling's fake. I wasn't like, oh man, I didn't grow out of wrestling. I grew out of the company because of what they were doing. Like once CM Punk left, I left. 
And then I didn't. And then I, of course, I would watch whenever I was with buddies or my uncle, and they had it on. I'd watch, and I thought it was cool. Like they would inform me like what's happening, and it was cool. But at the same time, it just I it, what Punk brought to the WWE was magical, man. Like we're talking about a dude that went against the world and went against the you know the WWE and like how their practices are, and he basically just shat on all of that. And we're talking about him with the the infamous pipe bomb. And then his title reign and, you know, all of that to just end. Like, it, it's crazy because if you guys remember his first loss when he had when he held the title, it was when Diesel and and um, what's that dude's name? Oh, oh, Berto Del Rio. Like, he took the belt off of something stupid and then he won it back. And then for 400 plus days. He ran as champion, but we have to understand if you guys really looked at his champion, like his championship run, yeah, it was cool. But at the same time, the WWE just put him in the back burner. Like all his matches that were on the pay per views weren't even main events, and he did way better than The Rock and John Cena, Brock Lesnar, and all what they were able to do. He was better than them, and I felt like he was just not appreciative of of what he brought, and for him to lose the way he did. Like, if we all remember when The Rock came back to face John Cena, and we all knew that he should have been in WrestleMania. It should have been a triple threat match. Then you can strip him of the belt and give it to John Cena or whatever. But the WWE was just so nut-hungry to see John Cena and The Rock fight for a belt, they were willing to strip CM Punk away, and I felt like that's not right. And I was like... 2013, I was probably, ah, man, I know WrestleMania happened. I was probably like third. I was like fresh being 13. And, it, and again, like I used to wear a bunch. I used to wear a bunch of CM Punk stuff. I used to wear that in middle school. I didn't care. Like that stuff was cool. But when CM Punk left, I pretty much left too. Because it wasn't entertaining anymore. It's like, oh, John Cena wins another belt. And you now you have feuds with like Brock Lesnar and you know, the endless reign that he had. And then now, you know, we're getting to Roman and him hitting like a thousand days. And what that really, um, you know, solidifies him as one of the greatest to do it. Or it's 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 a very insignificant moment where it's very insignificant and in how Roman has been a has been basically a part time champion. And yet. He still wants people to acknowledge him, and then all that. Don't get me wrong; he's had some good matches. And do not get me wrong; people that are like complain, like, "Oh, Roman needs people to win." CM Punk needed help to win. John Cena, all these guys needed help to win. But John Cena, at least we knew John Cena can win a match by himself against the odds. With Triple H, at least Triple H was did when he won and he cheated. He did it very, he did it very. Uh, what's it called? Sneaky. And the JBL and all that stuff. And that's where I feel like with the Roman thing, if maybe Roman was somewhat a little bit more active, I wouldn't be more mad at this. But he's being carried by the storyline of the Usos and Sami Zayn and pretty much everything else. Like, Roman's cool, but everything around Roman is what makes Roman good. That makes sense. Like, take away the Usos, he would have lost multiple times. But the Usos make it interesting, you need some water, that it makes you stick around and see what's going to happen. So I feel like with, from Backlash to SummerSlam, 
I feel like it's going to be SummerSlam. I do not know the next pay-per-view event in the June and July cuz SummerSlam is in August, right? If I'm if I'm going to be 100% sure, I think SummerSlam is in August. Yeah, Saturday, August 5th. What are the paper well, Actually, what is the pay-per-view? WWE pay-per-view line up 2023 hold on i'm looking at uh, a lot of these different things real quick so in may we have backlash that's in puerto rico that's actually pretty cool so so you have backlash the kings and queen of the ring in saudi arabia and then you have money in the bank and then you have SummerSlam. i do not think cody should win it in Money in the Bank, I do not think Cody should win it in King of Queens. It has to be SummerSlam because that's like the third biggest event of the year. And with Money in the Bank, I just don't know. I feel like they're going to do someone dirty. And they're going to try to take the belt away from Roman. Like that, I guarantee you that's going to be a thing. From right now, it's April 10th. So from April 10th all the way through August 5th, Roman's going to continue to be champion. I, I don't think they're going to dethrone him at all. Do I think Roman defends the title within that time? Yes. But I feel like if what they were doing with the storylines and all that stuff, I do think the Usos will turn on Roman. That is my predictions because Roman does not acknowledge him since they are no longer champions. So I feel like the Usos will help Cody or whoever is going to win that title within that period of time. I feel like for May... June, July, that is what they are building for SummerSlam. When we see Roman without help for the first time, that is will that is the day Roman will be stripped. So Roman's going to obviously hit a 1,000 days because they're just going to do that. So that's kind of like my only nitpick with this. It's like if they're going to do this, build up Cody right, like, He's already built up enough, but apparently he has to prove himself. And, of course, as Vince is holding this now, I feel like the WWE is going to shoot themselves in the foot that they did not give Cody the chance to win it in WrestleMania. When Triple H had the reins over everything, no pun intended, I think that was the great, the great one of the best ones. Now that Vince has it, there's going to be a lot of BS that's going to happen, and I know it's going to happen because, again, this is the same Vince that has done dirty to all these other athletes that we have seen that should have had good title reigns whether it's for four months three months four five six seven months like for me like i still think he did kofi kingston dirty with of course brock lesnar winning the belt in eight seconds like come on now but i think what you have the opportunity to build now is something special because now you have the wwe universe behind the wwe like faithfully like you're bringing casuals back into watching it thanks to triple h and the fact that triple h is not in charge of storyline and all that stuff it, i'm i'm very worried that they shot themselves in the foot so that's kind of like my only thoughts on the end maybe one more thing without it just to say for you people that are complaining that cody should have not won it on his first time because he didn't deserve it Tell that to Goldberg. Tell that to John Cena. Tell that to Dave Bautista. Tell that to everybody that fought the title for the first time and won it. Uh, that That's my only thing with it. So 
again, if you guys disagree, get disagree. Tell me what your guys' thoughts are. But I think I'm going to keep it very, very short today for this little episode. We haven't had a 20-minute episode in a very long time, guys. But I hope you guys have a fantastic day. I hope you guys are having, you know, really, really good weeks. You know, you guys are going to get a double upload for sure this week. So if you guys want to follow our podcast, follow us on What's Your Opinions Podcast on every outlet that you watch your podcast on or listen to it. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Make sure to give us a five-star rating and give us that rating because it'll put us in the, you know, the algorithm. I didn't do our ads today, but shout out to Ginger Audio. Changing the way you sound, changing the way you size sound live. And not only that, shout out to AGS. Changing the way we are grading our TCGs. If you guys want to get an affiliate link, those are going to be down in the description. 35% off your entire order with AGS. It helps us out. It helps you out. And it also grows AGS to be even better than they are before. Now, if you guys want to go to Ginger Audio, it's a one-time purchase. 60, it's 70 bucks for Caster Live is what I'm doing if you're a podcaster. It's a cheaper alternative, and you get to sound a lot more better. You sound just as good as $1,000 mics. I'm just saying that. Not only that, if you guys are musicians, they have ground control, which is 109. Use our affiliate links, and you guys help us, and we help you guys. So if you guys want to see all that, links are going to be down in the description. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Um, make sure to follow us, all that good stuff. Make sure to follow us on our gaming channel, which is What's Your Opinions Gaming. We have three new videos out right now, so please get those up. Like, comment, and subscribe there, too. So we will see you guys Friday. See you then.